Welcome to the Sincerely Satisfied Podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Jamie Wilkins. I help female entrepreneurs increase their connection to themselves and increase their gratitude to help them get the results they dream of. Today, my guest is Brooke Anderson. Brooke lives in North Carolina and is mom to four daughters, ages two through nine. She recently started a handmade business. She has a bachelor's of science degree in psychology and worked with young children who have autism before having children of her own. She loves to read historical romance romance novels, eating chocolate peanut butter ice cream, and creating. Her favorite tradition with her kids and family is a family date night where they have an adventure or stay in with pizza and a movie they haven't seen. She loves throwing parties and her love language is gifts. Brooke has been in love with bows since she first found out she was having a girl almost 10 years ago. She makes handmade bows for sisters, cousins, friends, teammates, anyone who loves to match. Her Etsy shop, Four Sister Bows, has beautiful bows with fun clay centers in a variety of sizes and styles. Her shop also offers apparel for girl moms just like me. Brooke is also my sister. Here is our interview about creativity. Welcome, Brooke, to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jamie. So tell us a little bit about your business. So I very much still consider my business a fledgling just starting out company. So um, I conceptualized her for many years before she really came to fruition. Um, And that actually largely was um, with your coaching, Jamie. (laughs) Um, So last fall um, is really when I started to, um, to, plant the roots for the business. And we opened officially at the beginning of November. So um, we're about at eight months old. So it's a hair bow business. Um, and I, it's on Etsy. And the basis of my business is matching hair bows that come in four different sizes. I also have um, matching hair bows that come in pairs and single unique hair bows and then apparel and accessories for girl moms, because that's who I am. So many of my hair bows have custom-made clay centers, and they, they range in sizes from babies all the way up to, to big girls. So. And I am a proud owner of like 10 plus of these <laughs> bows. Greatly appreciate it. <laughs> I also, (laughs) I also ask for them for gifts. So that's why I get so many. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, so you've been interested for years in having your own creative business. Tell us about that journey. So first of all, anytime I've ever thought about starting my own business, I just get butterflies in my stomach. I think running my own business, I just am an entrepreneur at heart. Um, but I, I, when I think about my creativity and things, I have this blanket I call my heritage of crafting and my mom made it. And I know you've referenced this in some of your, um, materials in the past, but my mom, the one that you have, but, um, our mom (laughs) made it from unused quilt squares that uh, were found in my great grandma's house when she passed away. Um, and she made up all of these quilts and I love having it up in my craft room area really because it's not a whole room but I feel like crafting is just in my bones Um, and it was one of the fun activities that we did a lot as kids we had all our craft supplies in old lunch boxes and we'd have them all strewn out on the dining room table and I, I really consider my business a perfect combination of all of these things that I love in my life 
I can remember one of my posts. We have this old crafting blog that we did as sisters and, and, and our mom. And way back years ago, I had researched extensively all these hair bow tutorials and I like found them and, and shared them and made all these teeny tiny bows for while I was pregnant with my first born. Um, and like Jamie said earlier, I have four girls. So, um, and the oldest just turned nine. So it's been more than nine years ago that I started making bows. So as they all came along, that's really when I obviously came up with this idea of having four matching bows. So kind of consider the idea born at the same time as my fourth was born. Um, the other pieces of my business that, that have come in um, go even further back than that. So I started crafting with clay as a child. I took clay classes and pottery classes um, through high school. Luckily, um, we were able to go to a magnet high school that was for art. So, um, I love art and I love all those, um, those ways I can work with my hands to express my creativity. And it's interesting. Some of the crafting, the, the clay tools that I use, I have had them since I was a child. And, um, I can remember receiving, um, clay as this bakeable clay that I use in my business, I can remember getting some as a Christmas present um, as a teenager. So I've always loved using that. And I learned to sew from my mom as I grew up. And I use those when I make my fabric bows. I love graphic designing. And I, I use the skills I've learned, kind of self-taught learned, <laughs> when I'm designing my shirts and jewelry and hats in my shop, along with, um, I you know had the opportunity to use those skills when I did all my logos and images. So it's this combination of all of these different ways that I have enjoyed expressing creativity um, all rolled into one. That's awesome. And yeah, I remember you talked about on one of your Instagram posts a while back about how long you found an email or those notes yeah. that you're talking yeah. about um, and how long you've been interested in it and kind of felt like it was a little bit of, oh, what if I would have started, you know, so long ago. But yeah. we talked about, you know, that the person that you are now is not mm -hmm. who you were back then. And yeah. you have been able to grow so much in so many different ways. And also yeah. just Etsy has blown up. There's Instagram. Mm -hmm. There's lots more ways that you can sell your bows and uh, advertise your bows. And so although it's it's been a journey, I think yeah. you started at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think it's like you can't you can't look back at opportunities that you like that you didn't take or um times when you know like oh i wish i'd started a year ago it's you only have t today and you only have the future and so you might as well get started yeah and i remember when you were we we had been gearing up for months for your launch but some circumstances happened and you felt some pressure to not yeah. open the shop at that, at that time. And, um, and we talked about it and ultimately you decided to push forward. Well, I, I, I felt really inspired to open it, um, as you were saying. And I think that I, that wasn't a push just from me. I really do believe, you know, that 
that our father in heaven was, was inspiring me to, um, to open it at that time. And, and opening a business, you're not, you're not going full steam. You're not going a hundred percent capacity when you very first start. And so that gave me months of time to really learn and, and, and I'm still learning loads every single day, but it, it, you know, it gave me time to have a kind of a small start, um, to things. Yeah. So you have a creative business and that is what we're talking about this month for yeah. my topic. Um, when do you feel most creative? So as I think about that, I think the word that really comes to my mind, cause I'm a very visual person, but the word that really comes to my mind is clear. I have to have a clear area. Um, and I have to have a clear mind and I have to have a clear schedule. And I, in essence, I really think that it's a priority when I really prioritize it. That's when I can get those like juices flowing. Like when I'm trying to push it, like if I, let's say I have a deadline or, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to squeeze it in between too many things and I don't really have enough time. I don't, it doesn't flow. It doesn't come as easily. And, um, it feels like a chore when creativity for the most part is a joy. It's what really what brings me joy in my life. So, you know, I, I can't, I can't push it. I've got to, I've got to be able to just have that freedom almost in my time and in um, my space. But that's something we talked about in coaching is that when you have too much on your plate, all good things, but when you have too much on your plate, it can impede your creativity. And I think there've been some times when there've been fires that have needed to be put out that maybe weren't actually fires that then Mm -hmm. um, held you back from being able to create. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So where do you get your inspiration? So, um, I obviously have to pay attention to trends because I am, you know, basically it, it, it's a part of the fashion industry, right? So I have to, I definitely have to, um, I'm on Instagram a ton, just and Pinterest, just looking at people, what, what people want. Um, but also I like to, I really like to stick with timeless options that are classic and are always going to, you know, match with all the outfits and are always going to always going to be in style. When it comes to where I get my ideas for like some of my more complicated bows, I kind of have to look at what I have available. I also love craft stores and I love textures and colors and patterns and all the different fabrics and ribbons. And I love to just walk down the aisles and feel all the different fabrics like between my fingers. And I of course take Um, inspiration from my girls and what they like and the colors and combinations that they like and what trends and stuff that they're into. Well, something I love about your bows is to just see uh, the combinations that you make. Like you'll have a really fun ribbon and then Mm -hmm. I love to see what you put in the center because you have original centers and I love, um, like I'm thinking specifically of that bow that you have with the navy ribbon and mm-hmm. the floral and then the yeah. flowers that are in the center. And yeah. I really like that one. Yeah. One of the main things that I'd like to do is put hearts in the center of my bows because 
as the name of my shop denotes, we are about sisters and sisters, as you say to your girls, sisters means best friends and that love that you have. Um, I can remember when my husband and I started dating, I always wore a heart necklace because I always wanted to remember like the love that I had in my life. So wearing a heart on the bows is just another expression of that constant love that you always have with you. Oh, that's a cool symbolism I didn't know about. So I ask my guests this and it's kind of a hard question, I know, (laughs) but how do you (laughs) use authenticity and gratitude in your business? So I um, prioritize creativity in my life because that's how I feel most authentic. Like that's my authentic self is my creative self. I've worked from home for seven years um, doing something that was kind of the opposite of creativity. It was a lot of just um, repeating the same phrases over and over again um, and what I was doing on my computer. And I had a hard time balancing parenting, working, and especially after I opened up my business, it was a constant juggling act. So I quit this job that I'd had for seven years a few months ago. And I felt so much relief because then I felt like I could be my authentic self. I am so grateful for the job that I had because it helped me reach other goals that I had in my life and helped obviously subsidize, you know, our family's income. So I, I, I loved that job for its flexibility and the time in my life, but I had to realize that right now I no longer needed that. And I have this other avenue that I'm hoping will take me to higher places as well as feeling like I'm more being true to myself and being more authentic. So um, when it comes to gratitude, I don't, I don't know if you, you're a small business as well, Jamie, I know, but I, I don't know if you've ever heard the, the phrase that, you know, every time a small business gets, owner gets a sale, they do a little dance. And I really do feel like it's true. And, and, and we see every transaction and we're very grateful for each one. We really see the business, like each individual piece of the business interaction that people have with us, we're putting all these things out into the world. And when people come back and appreciate us and show us that they enjoy what we're doing, it is so gratifying every single time, every little bit. Well, I love that your authentic self is creative. And for sure, every time a small business owner gets a sale, they do a happy dance. In fact, I posted a video uh, the other day on my Instagram about um, two, it's like a security camera v- footage. Oh yeah. Of, uh, yeah. I didn't, I couldn't remember who posted that and it was you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Of like two women who owned a shop and a customer leaves after buying something and they both like crouch down below the counter and start high-fiving and doing this funny happy dance. And it's true. Yes. It's true totally. that every little transaction adds up. Yeah. And in fact, you know, it's interesting as I've been building my business, I've been making sure that I am shopping small as well. Like when I need something, the first place I look is Etsy because, you know, who's better to provide something in that creative sphere than somebody else who's doing the same thing. Right. I I definitely agree. And it is so much fun actually to shop small because you know that they're going to do that happy dance. Yeah. 
and also to think of those creators making this by hand mm-hmm. or designing this um, and ha- having the joy that they have in creating, you know, you know that yourself, how yeah. wonderful it is to create. And so then you can just imagine the, the small business owner making this item and now you get to enjoy it. Yep. Yep. Totally. So is there anything else you'd like to share as a message for my lady entrepreneur listeners? So something that I have really found um, in the, you know, short eight months that I've had my business, I, you can't take shortcuts and you have to find good advice. You have to set goals. You have to find a good set of people to surround yourself with to help you achieve those goals and that really understand you because you are going to have so many people in your life, so many, like plenty of people in your life who don't understand what you're doing. That's how I felt back years and years and years ago when we had our blog. People did not, who weren't bloggers, which is the majority of people, even the readers didn't understand who you were as, you know, like what it was to write the blog. And in this case, owning a small business, owning a handmade business, owning um, an, an Etsy-based business, owning, you know, any kind of these small businesses, there's going to be plenty of people out there that do not understand what you are doing. One of the ladies that I follow, um, uh, her, when I took her course, actually, uh, it's called Mary Weather Council. She said, I, she posted this thing and it was like, uh, the face you make when your friend says, so how are, how are you and your little business doing? And you know, like just that, you know, there's going to be so many people that don't understand you, but find people that do there's Facebook groups. There are coaches <laughs> <laughs> and there are, there are plenty of forums and websites for people who are like-minded, who are going through the same struggles as you, who, and, and it's interesting, um, going back to the episode that I was on with Jordan, we talked about how even though we aren't in the same field or even close, um, we still could find ways to support each other and find new ideas and find ways of helping each other, even if literally it was just support. And in that in itself felt so refreshing and it felt just so fulfilling to know that you weren't alone. I think it's really cool to have uh, people from different areas of expertise because they look at what you're doing from a different perspective. You know, if you were in a group and you may be, and it could be a good thing as well. Like if you were in a group of all bow shop owners. Mm Mm-hmm they have expertise that, you know, I don't have, but in our group and our group coaching that we do, um, we look at things from other perspectives. We see other things. We are someone who could be your customer rather than, you know, look. And so we look in from a customer. Yeah. Yeah. A different perspective. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, um, so it's both, there are advantages to having both things. Yes, I agree. So tell my listeners where they can find you. So I am on Etsy and my shop's name is Four Sister Bows. So if you shop for me there, um, you can also find me at foursisterbows.com. And my Instagram handle is also 
four sister bows. So four sister, not plural, bows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Brooke, it was so nice to have you on the podcast. I love hearing your thoughts about creativity. You're one of the most creative people I know. I feel like when I think about adjectives to describe you, creative is probably number one. And so it was perfect to have you on this month to talk about creativity. That's very nice of you, Jamie. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. It was nice to get to think about it in more concrete terms and and how my creativity has affected me. And see why I love my sister, Brooke, so much. She's so awesome. And I loved what she talked about, um, about creativity. One of my favorite things she said was, when I really prioritize it, that's when I can get those juices flowing. So my challenge to you this week is to prioritize creativity in your life. Find time. I know that that is something that can be a struggle for me as well, but I do feel more fulfilled when I do that. Now, something that Brooke talked about was coaching that she has gotten through me. So we started last summer and we talked about what she wanted to do with her business, why Uh, the values that she has in her life and how the business would support those. And then I was there every step of the way, helping with her mindset and accountability as she worked towards her goals. And then in November, right on track, she opened her shop and it was a really fun and exciting time. So if you are interested in getting some coaching like that, head on over to my Instagram at Sincerely Satisfied and in the very first link in the bio, there is a consult call with me so we can chat and learn more about how coaching can help you and we can get even some clarity on that short call about some issues in your business right now. You can find show notes at sincerelysatisfied.com and you can find me at Sincerely Satisfied on Instagram and Facebook. Have a great week. Be grateful, stay authentic.